When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Shot Caller Podcast with Casey Diaz and Joel Needler. You can find us online at uh, Casey Diaz Author on Facebook, uh, The Shot Caller Book on Instagram, and on Twitter, at The Shot Caller BK. That's at The Shot Caller BK. You can also find us at CaseyDiaz.net and send an email to info at CaseyDiaz.net. That's info at CaseyDiaz.net. How you doing, man? What's going on? What's up, dude? Um, you know, uh, you know, trying to stay away from this coronavirus. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, right. we're good, yeah. man. We're, we are we're healthy, and uh, here we are. Uh, next brisk morning. I don't know why I use that word a lot, but brisk. Yeah, brisk. You like that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. There's like brisk tea. There's brisk mornings. Brisk iced tea. Brisk iced tea. You yeah. go for a brisk walk. Brisk know? walk. Yeah. In you the know? nature. <laughs> that's right man how's the family doing we're doing good man you know uh uh argument number 89 or 90 <laughs> well, 89 was yesterday so, you're probably, so i'm at 92 90. somewhere around there yeah okay yeah, yeah it's, it happens man right you but know? now you argue and there's nowhere to go except there's nowhere like, to go bro like next room or the front yard or something you can't or this yeah. or this for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay i didn't want to go there but okay good so uh so did jacob get his honeycomb and uh no crunch no, thing they didn't have it they didn't have it so we, we didn't have to like you know waste money on a honeycomb that was going to be uh chewed on uh, right, yeah. so yeah but everything's good man um got you know. your raider colors on got my raider colors on you know uh it, it, it life is good dude how about you? I mean, what, what do you guys? How does it look around your house? Like, you know. Well, I'm in a basement, so I'm in an unfinished <laughs> basement. So uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, getting a little stir crazy, and binge watched about everything we're gonna binge watch. So now it's like <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find something to do with my life. But okay, please, whatever you do, do not watch uh, Tiger King. Oh yeah. Whatever you do, bro. Okay. That's the rage, huh? Bro, I fell into it. I was yeah. hoping I didn't. It took me several weeks. I stayed away from it. Yeah, yeah. And my daughter walks in and she says, Dad, you want to watch you know, this thing right now? I went, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing all the, the, the people laughing about it, you know, on, on social right. media. Yeah, everybody's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and I have no clue what that was because um, I didn't, you know, it's on Netflix. And I, I just try to stay away from it. But when your daughter asks you, you know, it's kind of a bonding moment. Yeah, yeah. So we sat. <clears throat> and it's hilarious, dude. It's stupid funny. And it's got some really bad stuff in it. Like, yeah, just, you know, it's just bad stuff. But 
you know, anyways, <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> Everybody seems to be talking about it, though. If you can stay away from it, stay away from it, dude. Okay. Just, right. Yeah. yeah it is funny, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing fine. My kids are out of school like yours. And, um, don't know if they're going to go back at all, but we'll see. Yeah. But this week, dude, uh, is Easter week. It's Resurrection week. Uh, so it's got to be busy, you know, around your place with with church and, and different things going on. So I was hoping maybe today we could talk a little bit about that. Um, but I also was wondering, dude, if you wanted to read some comments from some readers and fans or folks who have been reaching out to you just to sort of acknowledge them and say, hey. You know what? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I got, you know. Funny you asked. I have two of them. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad setup? <laughs> it's a bad setup, bro. But hey, no, no. Hey, but there's, there's, you know, from time to time we get these. Not time to time. I, we get these every day. But it, and it's some of these people have just been following us for a long time. You know, yeah. I say a long time. It's since the book released, and they're just big supporters. And, um, you know, this, this one lady, her name is, uh, Judy Zolik. Um, Judy, if you're out there, uh, I'm just going to put your comment on here. Um, yeah. and this is what she wrote yesterday. You know, something really cool happened where, um, they used my story in a, uh, one year Bible, uh, devotional uh, yeah. in a book. And wow. I had, yeah. I had no clue that it was out there and somebody posted on there and the story's there, dude. Like, wow. Somebody, you know, woke up. <laughs> Picked up a, a Bible a, a devotional, and there's a story. But this is what she wrote about it. She says, this is so great, Casey. Your story is so important for people to hear, especially today. And that's from Judy Zolik. And, uh, you know, yeah. if she's out there listening to this podcast, just uh, a wonderful lady that, that just uh, has become a big supporter of the Shock Collar movement, of our podcast, of our book, and uh, just a wonderful lady. And then there's this other one. Who uh, uh, another lady as well. Uh, her name is Deborah, uh, and she's from Instagram. <clears throat> she wrote, "I read this more. I read that this morning." So this is the second person uh, who follows us who just happen to happens to have the same uh, you know Bible devotional. And she wrote, "Oh, really? Yeah, this was really cool." She said, "I read this. I read this this morning. So thankful for your testimony. Your book was one of my favorite of all time. That's wow. uh, that's wow. pretty." Uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty, really pretty cool, man. Yeah. You know, I, I love hearing from people out there and, um, especially when they're sharing the book or the story with, um, with their friends or family, it's so uplifting to yeah. see that people are, um, you know, still part of it. So yeah, yeah. really thankful yeah. for these ladies. Wow. That's awesome. Cool. Well, um, what do you want to jump into today? Well, I mean, we could talk about, Easter, you know, um, right. or, or some some like to or prefer to say uh, Passover. Uh, all Passover. good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, why don't we start with Passover because that's Passover. kind of what uh, what's all about right now. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, some you know some some <laughs> some. <laughs> yeah, small topic, you know. Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. We you were just gonna, you know. <laughs> So there was this rabbit, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's not a rabbit. Um, so yeah. we have big plans, you know, just like him. But, you know, it, it, it kind of threw a wrench on the celebration part of it because yeah. this is our, you know, this is 
Christian. Christian yeah. yeah, this is the Super Bowl of Christianity. And right. um, man, uh, we're so used to <sighs> gathering the family and, you know, just doing what we always do, which is eating a whole lot of food, which so happens to have happen every Sunday. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but here is, you know, Passover, man. It's, I'm going to miss it, man. I'm going to miss being around large crowds of people and just celebrating it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we're going to have a uh, Passover through uh, uh, Zoom uh, uh, visitations and stuff like that. And, and okay. we're going to make the best out of it. You know, the, the thing is, the celebration is re- truly in our hearts. I mean, that's cheesy yeah, as, yeah. as that might sound. It is in our hearts. And, uh, hey, let me ask you real quick for anyone yeah. listening or watching and they want to join you on, you, you know, your church service on Sunday or maybe Wednesday, where can they find your Zoom information or join the meeting? So I normally post it on uh, Facebook and on Instagram, and um, okay. I'll put the meeting ID and the password on there. Um, I'll, okay. And I actually those, do a, a little live video. Um, that, yeah. it, it's, it's a different address uh, most of the time. Um, but um, no, no, I mean uh, your Facebook name. Oh, oh the Facebook name, yeah. So that's on a uh, um, KCD is uh, author, and so okay. if you log into yeah. that, or if you go on our Instagram uh, handle, it's uh, at uh, the Shot Collar Book. Yeah, uh, spelled yeah. out okay. the Shot Collar Book. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, look, the Passover is a huge <clears throat> topic. The only thing, the only reason I wanted to talk about it with you a little bit is because I think it's so cool how Jesus f- fulfilled so much of what happened in the old testament you know i'm not jewish i'm not a bible scholar i don't i can't you know tear it apart for you necessarily but um in a general sense the, during the passover and the people coming out of israel uh, during in the exodus in the book of exodus there was a, a point where you know they put the blood above the doorposts for the folks who believed in god and the angel of death came through and that whole story. And so we rely on the blood of that innocent lamb. And so they, they looked for a perfect lamb, right? A, a lamb without blemish, blemish yeah. and spot or wrinkle or any of that. And, and some of that is mimicked in the new Testament and in, in the final life of Jesus's life. I mean, you know, all this, but I just, I still, I find it fascinating every year that Jesus was that uh, unblemished lamb. He was the perfect innocent lamb who was led to the slaughter. Uh, and that final, um, that final week, you know, he went through his final testing from the the elders and the leaders to try to try to catch him in something, right? They set up all these arguments and they kept trying to get him arrested and, and take him down. And there's one section in, um, and sorry, this just interests me, dude. I, no, I love I it, know. man. Keep going, bro. I, You're on fire. I know, I know you know. Do your this. thing, bro. That's right. <laughs> so Matthew 22 yeah. is really where um, it comes down to like that final examination from the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes. And Jesus just knocks him down one after the other. And he wins the argument. He wins the argument. He wins the argument. And then the Bible says they were silenced and they didn't argue with him anymore. Yeah. But they were still looking for a way to try to kill him. Yeah. You know, so, but I just, I love that. And as I, I reread that um, this week, I, it was struck me that when the Pharisees approached him, the argument they put forth was about money. Mm. And the Bible says that the Pharisees were the guys who loved money. Yeah. You know, they loved a lot of things. They loved, you know, being acknowledged in the public marketplace and the whole thing. But really, so their question was about, uh, should we pay taxes to Caesar? And yeah. of course, Jesus had this great answer. 
you know, give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God, and, and yeah. they were silenced. Then next up were the Sadducees, and I had a pastor who once joked that the Sadducees were sad, you see, <laughs> because <laughs> they don't believe in resurrection, they don't believe in life after death or whatever, yeah. you know. And so they try to bring up this resurrection question yeah. about this, you know, woman who's married to a guy and seven brothers all have to marry her. And in the resurrection, whose wife will she be? And Jesus just says, look, you're, you're mistaken on a number of levels. <laughs> First, <laughs> what did he say? Um, not knowing the scriptures, you don't understand the Bible yeah. and you don't understand the power of God. Uh, so that there is a resurrection, number one. Ouch. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. You you probably think when you die, it all goes black. It doesn't. Sorry. Sorry. You're still going to, you know, have a life after death. Um, But the power of God, you know, God is able to raise up people from rocks and stones and bushes. You know, anyway, you know all that. And then the last one was the scribes. And of course, their main concern is, is the law. And so they ask him, what's the greatest commandment? Like, what, what should we, you know, obey yeah. and do? And love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And they were silenced. And then he turns the tables. Sorry, I'm just, I'm paraphrasing this chapter, but then he turns oh, dude, the tables. Oh, go, go to, you're, you're on him. He says, yeah. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. And then he, he asked them, what do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? And they say, the son of David. And he goes, great. Thanks for answering. <laughs> uh, how then does David in the spirit call him Lord? And he, Psalm 110, um, where the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my, what did he say? The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. So if David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? And that's when they were just quiet. It, it gets really quiet when he answers <laughs> yeah. every single time. <laughs> but dude, he was the perfect, perfect lamb. Like this, yeah. he lived a sinless life. He, he was able to engage in an argument with people who hated him yeah. without entering into on their turf you know what i'm saying like he didn't he didn't lose it i would have lost it you know yeah yeah like he was able to maintain his cool and still win the argument yeah um and this is out in public man this is yeah this is not like in some hidden uh you know uh place it's just like in an open square yeah answering these questions yeah you know what i find so so cool about that is that you know, he's like such a perfect example of how not to get into an argument yeah, and right. still win a debate, you know, like, like yeah, it, it's he, he just didn't so go neat for the argument, man. They no. tracked him down. Yeah. You know, he, he's not looking for the trouble. Trouble's coming yeah, this, to him. This is like ancient Twitter <laughs> trolls, you know? Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> tracked him down <laughs> and uh, tried to trap before, him. Before there was Twitter, there was pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, right. that's what these guys were pigeons yeah yeah, pigeons. yeah, yeah. so uh anyway dude that, that's what i think of when i think of this week you know and yeah. there's there's a hundred other things that he symbolized and fulfilled and you know in in um uh, in revelation chapter five we see um you know uh, the scroll is uh some uh, john is looking for somebody that that can open the scroll, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and, like, and and they're going bananas because nobody, <laughs> nobody's worthy. Nobody's worthy to open the scroll. 
Yeah. And, you know, they're looking everywhere, nothing. Yeah. And then he says, behold the lamb, like again, right? Like, like this is woo. different John, but here's the lamb, the la and it, and it yeah. says the lamb of God. Right. So it, it, yeah. that is just so, it, it, that's what I love about the Bible. Because until you study it yourself, yeah. <laughs> if you're just taking second uh, hand information from somebody else, this doesn't become real to you. But when yeah. you study the Bible, you get to appreciate how the old and the new just, man, it, it's a, you know, they synchronize. It's just like, boom, yeah. it comes yeah. together and it makes so much sense that you're convinced and you're left without, you know, yeah. you're left like in one of those moments where, you know, Jesus answers a, a group of Pharisees and they stay quiet because you yeah. know that he just hit you with, a truth bomb. Yeah. So it, it's amazing, man. Uh, I, I, again, I, I'm just like, so, um, ah, you know, cause uh, it's our you Super Bowl. Around the, I know you want yeah. to get together and celebrate. Yeah. You know, yeah, me too. The other thing I, I once <clears throat> either read or someone told me, but that during the time that Jesus came to earth and he, you know, the three and a half years of his ministry, when he was walking the streets of Jerusalem and Galilee and all that, there was some kind of a plague. There really was like a yeah. sickness that had spread in the streets. And so, you know, you see it in the, in the gospels, people coming saying, Hey, my daughter's at the point of death, please come heal her. My, yeah. you know, my, my servant. And some Bible scholars believe that there was a real. And so here we are. Yeah. The irony is this coronavirus has us all locked down. You know, people are dying and it's a scary time. Um, but it's also a time when the power of God can come in and heal. You know, that's, that's right. one of his main things that when he came, dude, he, he wanted to heal people um, yeah. and touch them. And of course that gets dicey for Christian churches and, and ministers right now. Cause if you leave or you have a gathering and then, you know, it's not, it's frowned upon and yeah. probably not a good idea in a lot of cases. So, yeah. but that was the time when, you know, Jesus came and wasn't afraid and walked right up and would heal people. And you know? and, and he still does, right? I mean, you, yeah. you see, you know, sometimes uh, we get, you know, in, in Pentecostal circles, and I'm, I'm a Pentecostal believer. I'm, you know, yeah. I, I absolutely, absolutely believe that God can do whatever he feels like doing at whatever time he feels like doing it with whomever he wants to do it with. Like, right. you know, and, and, but we look for, you know, miracles. Like we want to see the, like the supernatural, but, and there is, there, there's that, that does exist with God. But the other supernatural event that happens is when somebody turns from sin to Christ. Yeah, right. The light That's, goes on. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, the healing power that happens right then and yeah. there. You know that, which is our, your story, dude. I mean, that is the crux of what happened to you, right? Your your eyes are open to wow. I, I am, you know. Well, it, ha it happened to me too. So I don't. Yeah, know. It, it, it's to it's everybody. A different way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's to everybody, and everybody has that powerful story, that powerful moment uh, as as believers that when you when you went from light to darkness, and yeah. you know, uh, and he still heals, he still reveals himself, um, he still is out there with a stretched out hand, you know, wanting Dude, to say, and he does it in kindness. He does it as Big time. the lamb. Yes. He does it as in Romans two, yeah. but you don't know that the, it's the goodness. It's the kindness of the Lord that yeah. leads us to repentance. That's He's right. kind 
to people who are lost and sinning and doing things they don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and, and they regret it, but they they're stuck, you know, and he yeah. comes in a gentle way. And uh, I could go on and on, but, but, you know, you <coughs> mentioned the lamb, you talk about Re revelation five and God can reveal himself however he wants to. Yeah. And he chose to reveal himself as the lamb, as, as the lamb. kind. Yeah. You know, the, anyway, he, he can, anyway, so He's stuff. the ultimate sacrifice, man. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, he laid his life down. Yeah. Big time. You know, and, and for people that, <laughs> you know, we weren't looking for him, uh, some of us weren't even looking for him. That's, yeah. wow, man. And, and then he shows up um, and, and just turns our yeah. our lives around. And it's, it's just incredible. I, I, you know, I, I love seeing people come to Christ. And there's, yeah. not, there's just absolutely no better event than to be able to capture that moment when somebody comes to Christ and, 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 you know, he's just, he is the lamb of God. And, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, we get to benefit so much from him. Yeah. And you, you've seen that as a pastor, right? I mean, like even oh, yeah. a week ago, you said there were some people coming to the Lord through your zoom service. You know? Yeah. Through zoom, man. Uh, somebody, uh, you know, I, I, and you know what I love when, is when the Holy spirit, uh, speaking through you and you, you kind of are not aware that he's actually like, yeah. you know, he's, you know, that he's the he's one there, that's, but you don't know. yeah, but you really don't know. You kind of like, you know, well, I, I, I mentioned, you know, repentance and, and, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, it, it was a simple, it was a simple thing, you know, just yeah. putting it out there. Um, not thinking about if anybody out there was really not born again or not. That because yeah. there were some new people on, on our Zoom thing. And right away, I get this uh, text, uh, well, not a text, a, a Facebook message uh, from someone that was listening and, yeah. and says, you know, uh, I, need to, I need to be born again. How do I do that? Wow. And um, so I got them on, uh, I went on uh, Facebook Live, uh, not Facebook Live, I went to um, uh, FaceTime uh, with okay. him. I gave him my yeah. number. Yeah. And we FaceTimed and right in my kitchen table, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at my phone with him and it, and, and then this is a cool part. So he's in his garage and he goes, this is when I picked up the phone, right? He, he called me yeah. and he goes, G give me one second before we do that. Um, my wife also wants to become born again. Right on, man. And his wife comes, sits right yeah, next right. to him and right in my kitchen table, man, I'm seeing two people coming to Christ. That's wonderful. Dude, that that just that's like wonderful. That's wonderful, man. Um, yeah. so you know, and that's what the Lamb of God does. That's what he does. Yeah, that's what he does best. You know, so I'm just um and then he says to me, uh, he goes, uh and then so next thing is uh, and he's almost like it's almost like he's like wrote notes on uh, like uh, you know, and, and you know, while I still have you here, uh <laughs> isn't the next thing that I need to do uh get baptized. Yeah. And he says, so, but we're quarantined. How do we do that? And I shared with him and I said, you know, um, I don't know if you, because he's been going to a church. I said, I don't know if, uh, um, if your pastor can do this with you. I, I would highly recommend that your pastor do it with you. Where and I said, maybe um, you could get on a, a, in a tub and you can baptize your, your wife yeah. and right. your, and your uh, pastor lead you kind of like how we're having this conversation right now. And, um, you know, you could do it on the tub or if you have a swim pool in the backyard, you could do that, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and she could, you know, kind of like assist you in getting baptized. I said that, 
that'd be wonderful, man. That that would yeah. be a super cool event. I said, he goes, but what, what happens if I'm, I'm not baptized? I said, well, look, if it's a commandment, <laughs> I said, it's a, and this is a new believer, but I, lo I love I the questions. Great question. And it's tricky for some people because you, oh, you know, oh, yeah. you think that's what they did. And what, if I don't do that, does that mean I'm, I did something wrong? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and I shared with him, uh, Philip, uh, uh, you know, baptizing, uh, uh, I was going to say baptizing homeboy, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> on the side of the road, <laughs> on the side of the road. And the guy says, <laughs> well, you know, what hinders me from being baptized is seeing that there's uh, water here. So yeah. that's the requirement. Just get some water, get in there. Right. And, and, uh, and I, I said to him, I said, look, should anything happen to you right now, you know, from here, God forbid, um, that doesn't mean that because you didn't get baptized like immediately after this prayer, yeah. you're in trouble. I said, that that's not going to happen. I said, that's, it is a commandment. And, but you know, you know, you're good. You know, I had to reassure him that you're yeah. good. You know, when that time comes, you know, make sure you do it um, because you're recognizing the death, burial, and resurrection of, of the Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. So, so he, he, he was so such a, you know, when you're, that's awesome. Yeah. Like day one of your born again experience. It's just so amazing, man. It's yeah. so amazing to see uh, a young person come, you know, and he wasn't young, actually. He was probably in his mid forties. Uh, becoming a Christ in a childlike right. faith manner. Yeah. Very cool. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, we haven't really talked about it much, but you know, the name of your book is the shot caller and the podcast is the shot caller. But I think what we're really saying is that, that Jesus is the ultimate shot caller. Yes. That you, you went from being the guy calling the shots in the gang to submitting essentially to the ultimate shot caller. And he is, right. man. I mean, Absolutely right. Um, yeah. You know, he, he yeah. is the ultimate shot caller. I mean, yeah, it's there's no uh, if ands or bread about it. I mean, she, he, he just, uh, you know, when you surrender your life to him, you, 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 you come to a place where you find out that what you were doing with your life was yeah. messing it up. I mean, that that's basically what we were doing. Us in control of our own lives we made a mess out of it and it didn't go well with us. Yeah, yeah. And when we surrender our life to him, I mean, that, this is where he, you know, takes some, you know, possession of your, of our hearts, of our soul, our mind. And he leads us, man. He leads us into righteousness for his name's sake. And, 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 and we see, you know, he, my brother-in-law uh, just came to Christ not too long ago yeah. Uh, yeah. last week. And we had a Bible study with him uh, on Sunday night and he was filled with questions, such innocent questions, man. Yeah. And, right. and and my heart just leaped, man. I mean, literally, Joel, man, my heart leaped, and I, you know, it's like I was I was watching him in a again a childlike manner, just full of faith. And he would be so careful. He would say, you know, he would ask me a question. Oh, I don't want to offend the Lord or anything like that. You know, he was like that, very cautious. And I said, and, and you know, uh, we, we giggled through it. Yeah. We laughed through it. And I said, um, look, understand that every question of yours right now and always, uh, you, you don't bother the Lord when you ask some questions. Yeah. When you ask the Lord for questions, he's going he's gonna to provide those answers. I said, you know, there's James when he's where uh, the Bible tells us that, you know, uh, uh, let him who 
uh, lacks wisdom, let him ask of God and who gives to all liberally without yeah. reproach. And I said, you know what that means? And he says, uh, no, I haven't got there yet, right? <laughs> he started reading from Genesis. And, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and nothing wrong with that. And, and uh, I said, what it means is, it's, it, you know, with mankind, when you ask somebody uh, something over and over again, they usually roll their eyes and they're like, this guy again? Right. You know, yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. deal with this guy. Uh, didn't I tell you already? That's not how God uh, acts. When, when you ask, when you ask for his wisdom, he's like, at, you know, he's, it's almost like a picture of him going, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to ask, let's do this. Here it is. You know, so yeah. that's how he gives to us wisdom. He, he wants to give us wisdom. And so, you know, your questions are, are absolutely valid and um, you don't offend God with your questions. He, he's there to answer them. And he uses yeah. people, pastors and teachers and uh, other, um, uh, you know, uh, Christians to help you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to give a answers. shout out, dude, to all the pastors and teachers that helped me along the way because I was that yeah. guy. I had a lot of questions. Um, you know, I grew up in California like you, and, you know, I, I had gone to maybe a couple churches, but I didn't really know. I mean, I didn't go to church growing up at all. But by the time I did, I kind of, about age 25, came to the Lord and man, I was the same way. I was just like, okay, I got a lot of questions on how this stuff works. And yeah. I started in Genesis too. I started reading in Genesis and my friends were like, oh, you got to read the New Testament. Like, no, I want to know how this whole thing started. And uh, the funny thing is, is that Genesis is just a wild book, you know? Yeah. These guys are living like 800, 900 years and you're like, say what? <laughs> but uh, but anyway, that's a whole other, other topic. But I, I do... I recognize that. I love that uh, that hunger that people come with, and yeah. you know, God placed a lot of good pastors and teachers in, in my path along the way. So, and and they, and yeah, and you're right. You know, you, you give double honor to whom honor is due, and and there's yeah. a lot of Bible teachers and Sunday school teachers, and you know, lay leaders that that um, yeah. you know spent time with us. And, Your and, situation, dude. And, let's go. Let's go back to to the prison when you were born again. I mean, all yeah. you had was a, a lady coming maybe every other week? I mean, how often did once a month doctor once a month, she showed up for yeah. like five minutes. Yeah. Two to four minutes. Yeah. Two to four minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then when, how did you get access to a Bible? Like tell us that part, like the early days for you. So for me, um, you know, uh, I was uh, sitting in there and of course, if you read the story, um, you know, it was a supernatural event uh, by which yeah. I came to Christ and, uh, but I was given a, a little Gideon Bible uh, by uh, the chaplain. And again, I didn't know what a chaplain was. Uh, a lot of the events that happened to me were supernatural. And, you know, and I want to I say this to, to many uh, people out there that, you know, I get a lot of people, uh, several people that co will come in, you know, and they'll say to me, um, you know, I want to experience like Jesus the way you did, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, I want a similar experience. Yeah, yeah I want to feel that, you know, and, and and it's not about a feeling. Um, it, it's, it's by faith and faith alone in Christ alone. And that's how we come to him. So, you know, if, if you came to Christ any other way, man, that's, you're in, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. you don't need what I experienced or what the next person experienced. Your heart pounds for him. You know, you repent, you come to Christ and boom. So I got a, a Bible from the chaplain and, um, I, you know, he didn't tell me, uh, where to start. He just kind of handed it to me. 
Yeah. And uh, I went to town, man. So I too, you know, started in Genesis because, you know, <laughs> that's how you read a book. That's, that's what I thought, you know, and you read a book from start to finish. Yeah. And um, so when I got to, man, a numbers, Leviticus, I was like, Oh boy. Uh, uh. <laughs> what does this have to do with me? Like, how is this going to change my life? <laughs> you know, right, I had questions, right. you know, and um, you know, when Francis Proctor came in there and um, uh, only for, you know, a few minutes uh, at a time, sometimes I'm, um, you know, you don't have that kind of time to, to explain in, in detail uh, what this means, what that means. And, uh, but the cool part is <clears throat> once God bless you. Once, I came to Christ and, and, and um, once I got to like Acts, Acts was very pivotal to me. Like that, that was something that just, when I finally got there, that really did a number on me right. because uh, I saw what, you know, and not that the rest of the characters in the Bible that I had read through in the Old Testament and, you know, uh, the guys, uh, the, 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 the first disciples, um, not that their life didn't impact me, but there was something about Acts that really just boom. And I think it has a lot to do with, you know, Paul's life and uh, his conversion and uh, just uh, how he just, you know, uh, yeah, and I, sure. and, and, and I saw the, the guys that he was hanging out with and, you know, this guy was, you, Paul, as much as I love Paul, Paul was a little rough sometimes. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Right. I mean, he was very, he direct. Had, very direct. Like he wasn't playing, man. He didn't, he didn't, did not play church. That's yeah. one guy that did not play church. You know, you know, he, he calls out Mark, you know, <laughs> he's like, Hey, you really want, nah, not him. He, he ditched me. Anymore. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he, he AWOLed on me on the last mission trip. Like, nah, bro. Like he's, he's no good. Right. And, you know, of course he, later on, we find out that, you know, they, they come together and, and, and they form a bond again, but, these are the, and it was, what grabbed me was the real life stories of these men that weren't like pristine, that weren't, you know, suit and tie. These yeah. look like regular raw dude, like, like you and me, man, just, you know, yeah. and, and, and they, when they came to Christ, they, they gave it all, man. And, and yeah, um, they did. So that really impacted me. And, and, and <laughs> I had a King James people. All my King James fans, you know. That's right. Shout out to James. <laughs> shout, shout out to. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I had no other uh, alternative uh, to read uh, other than the KJV and, and um, fell in love with it. And to this day, I, I get made fun of uh, because I'll go to a pulpit <laughs> anywhere and it's a King James Bible. I just, uh, it's so, how I learned. And yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, you know, but there's other, I don't want to put in any other versions down. That's how I started too. Actually, I yeah. started with the King James, and for me, I had performed Shakespeare before that, so it was kind of natural because oh, it's see, all from yeah, the same time period. But yeah, yeah. until I, I stood up to read at a men's Bible study, and I had my King James Bible, <laughs> and I read the scripture that they asked me to read, uh -huh. and like they all made fun of me, dude. They're what scripture like, oh. was it? I don't. I you remember? Don't remember? But it was. It's everybody kind of like. <laughs> they're like get this guy a new bible man we can't have this we're not you know get this guy born again again <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> to the new king james so. yeah. yeah 
That's good so, stuff. so they gave you a Gideon Bible. Was it a little paperback or was it a decent size? Like, you no, it was it, a tiny print. It, it was um, it, it was a pretty uh, thick. We had the old and new, yeah, on there. And um, uh, but I went through it, man. And you know, when you have nothing else in the in that in that cell, that's you're gonna read, man. I I was yeah. so glad that I had some reading material. I think I would have read it regardless if I, right. you know. It's something to read something yeah. to read you know something else to do so, so. by the time you were uh, let out into general population i know you went through some immediate difficulties and you know fights and ending up in the infirmary or in the medical area you know but when you eventually were able to have some bible studies did those guys also get a gideon bible or how did how did that work or yeah did you privately read to them and or how did you Handle the word of God when you were finally in general population. <laughs> I joined some Bible study groups um, that that were there because there's a lot of ministries that that come to these prisons. It's not just like one. There was several of them that came in. I mean, there was a program called uh, M2 Visitors. There was I, I never got involved with them, but um, yeah. they were they were huge. They they it was like a pen pal kind of thing with inmates. Um, they were they were very well known and in the prison uh, uh, system. So you were then allowed to go to like a, a, a general meeting? Uh, yeah, there, there was and little... Yeah, um, when, they, when they came. Yeah, so they, they, they either came to the pod or they came outside or to a room or to um, a chapel, um, you know, and it's just, you know, just a regular room. Um, but they would conduct Bible studies there. And um, I thought, man, this is this is really cool. So I joined some of them and... and uh, that's where I got to learn a lot more in, in, in detail um, uh, while I was in there. And then uh, there was this one uh, uh, Bible teacher there. He was Baptist, and he had a big thing against the uh, Pentecostal, uh, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We'll leave that it alone. Happens. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. Uh, but he, um, but he, nonetheless, he did teach really good. Like he, the Bible did come out. Uh, with with boldness and 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 it was sound. It was just that part. And at that point, I wasn't even a a, a Pentecostal believer. I just thought, I really just thought that once you're a Christian, you're just a Christian, and that's it. Like nobody told me about. I didn't find de uh, denominations and all that until after I got out. So to me, if you were a Christian, you were a Christian, and that was it. You know. Yeah. So. But he, he was the actually one of the guys that said to me, he goes, you know, uh, um, you should start a Bible study in here. You, you, you really don't need us. I mean, you know, you need us to teach you, but you can, you know, open up the Bible and start, you know, explaining stuff to, to the guys. And I thought, for, thought about it for a moment and I, you know, he just pumped me up, man, with, you know, encouraged me and stuff. And, <laughs> and so here I went to the yard and um, had, you know, like four or five, five guys around me. And basically, I was just reading the scriptures. And then we would talk about it. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. you know, that was my form of, like, leading this Bible study. Well, it wasn't, it yeah, it wasn't yeah. in-depth or anything because I was very new myself. Yeah. But something was happening to us in, that mo in those moments. So, yeah. you know, man, uh, uh, kudos awesome. to... Uh, to uh, um, to him uh, for you know encouraging me to um, you know take a stand and and and, and do a, a Bible study outside of uh, uh, yeah. the normal routines. Yeah. yeah, awesome. 
Let's go, man. <laughs> you see that awkwardness right there? You, see <laughs> that awkward. you saw that space right there? <laughs> I tried to fill it with my chatter. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, um, um, we all learn differently, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. And, and it remains, you know, a thing in your ministry, right? I mean, just the Bible itself and the <coughs> of it, and, you know, with your new church and everything. I'm, I've always just pointed to the Bible ever since, man. I, I'm, I'm not a big, uh, and I'll, I'll probably, you know, people might have a different opinion. I'm not a big guy on, on having the lights and, you know, the smoke machine behind me uh, when I yeah, come up right. to a pulpit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, and I've been to these churches where, you know, it's like <laughs> people are doing this because they can't even see the pastor. Because the worship right. team just finished, and then like the, yeah. they literally had a smoke machine, you know. Uh, I, know um, I know there's some big, big productions out there. Big productions, and I, I'm just like, and uh, it's I don't know, man. I, I to me that doesn't you know doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Give me the Bible and teach me something yeah. solid. Give me some meat and potatoes, and and I'm straight, man. I'm I'm good, you know. Um, yeah. So that that's how my my uh, ministry has always uh, been. Um, just point to the Bible. Yeah, and, and and teach them. So so, how do you prepare for a weekend like Easter or, or any weekend when you know you're going to preach and teach? What's what's your preparation like? Nervously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be, Honesty. Be, <laughs> you know, it's it's um, it's again. I don't want to say it again, but it's it is a Super Bowl, and you you want you know, you know that this is one of those moments where. Uh, the unbelievers will show up just because, you know, yeah, new people showing up, new right? people showing up. It's the yeah. the two day thing, right? Christmas and Easter, yeah. right? And and you want to. This is you only got a pocket to 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 throw that into the end zone. It's a hail mary, man. You know, it, it's fourth <laughs> down. Uh, it's three seconds on the clock. Yeah, that's all you got, you know. And right. and I think that. When we come in there prepared and we we just stick to the Bible, man. Yeah. Boom, they're gonna receive it. They're gonna catch it, man. And and um, you know, we don't we really don't need all the all the the, the glitz and the glamour. The fog it, machine. Yeah, but it, it's not a glitz and glamour story, you know. No, it's not at all. Yeah. I, I just watched Passion of the Christ the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I did. I just and I you know what I didn't realize That'll that humble thing, you, man. It it came out at 2004 that's a long time ago now. that's a long time ago man I, I you know i i just i saw that in the in the uh you know in the thing and it's a 2004 and i thought really that's that's a long time but we watched it and there's that scene when where uh you know he's um with these uh with uh um uh Pontius Pilate and you know he doesn't want to crucify him um he, he's kind of like you know he sends them off to get um, uh, to a whipping uh, whipping uh, post, and and that scene when he's chained, oh golly, and oh. they are uh, just going off on his back with, Oof. oh my goodness, man, man, I sat there, Joe, man, and and man, I had like a lump in my throat and the whole nine yards because you you, that's what he did. That's exactly yeah. what he did for you us. Know, there, man. There's a line, I think it's in Luke, that Jesus set his face like a flint yeah. to go to Jerusalem. You know, we talk about Palm Sunday. We talk about yeah. this final week. 
but we we need to understand all that it took for him to say okay i'm gonna do this yeah. knowing full well what was about to happen and, yeah. and passion on the christ is one of the only things i know that really shows you in full some of the, the torture that he went through dude oh, I, I would have quit i don't know how many times before i got to that point i can't imagine so yeah i I'm, i think uh you know uh, uh, at about the third one i would have been like <laughs> ah! Oh, uncle, <laughs> uncle, you know? yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. and and to see the 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 cat of nine tails, oh. man, that just like it, it. I think we we appreciate our when we really like see what he went through, yeah, for our salvation. Yeah, I. I <laughs> We need to really look at it clearly at yeah, what it took. We need to appreciate what he went through. Yeah, man, yeah. because that was not just something normal. Um, you know, and then, it's one thing to read it, you know, in yeah. the Bible even. It's one thing to read it because yeah. we're reading chapter by chapter, but these are like weeks and months and even years passing. Yeah. But if you slow down yeah. and like they did in that film and really focus on what exactly he went through to go to the cross, um, it, you are speechless. You are, man, and you know the the thief on the um on the, on the side, man. Yeah. Wow. You know what really got me though? What really got me is when I heard his breath leave in the in the in the in the film. That personally, it just took me right back in there. And man, uh, I didn't want to. You know, it was me and my wife and um and our dog right there. And I don't know why he was just like glued to it but he's just watching it yeah and she's next to me and man i got so choked up like yeah. it just brought me back to that very moment so uh, man he's yeah. he, he is uh he's worthy of I feel like, of yes, all i feel like we should pray i feel like you need to close us in prayer right now for with everything we've just talked about yeah man uh, absolutely and, and into this uh, easter weekend Okay. Yeah. Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, thank you so much for this time and this podcast, this avenue um, that you've opened up a gateway to, to reaching out to so many of our listeners Lord, um, that are out there. And maybe, maybe someone that's out there that doesn't know you and is experiencing anxiety, uh, fear, maybe even torment. Uh, throughout this uh, quarantine and life doesn't look really good for you. And if you're, you're there listening to this, um, I want you to know that there is tremendous, tremendous hope that does not disappoint. Yes. And that hope that is, that could only be found in the lamb of God, in the son of, uh, in the son of the father, Jesus Christ, the Lord. He's the only begotten son and he's given his son up for you and for me and for everyone that believes to, to come to him, um, to repent, to come to him, to cry to him and, and, and ask for forgiveness. And, and if you do that out of your heart, mm-hmm. if you do that authentically yeah. and, and, and you say, God, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know any better. God will forgive you. And not only does he forgive you, but he gives you 
his Holy Spirit to live inside of you and to lead you, to teach you into all truth. And, 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 and you become part of his family. And, and it's such a special moment that you'll have if you just come to Jesus. And Lord, I, I pray for those people that are out there and they're listening to this, yes. God, that, they would, that, they, that you would soften their hearts for them to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, even right now, Lord. And I pray, Father, that we would hear from them, that they would, that, that they would reach out and, and we would hear. Uh, I would love, we would love to hear yeah. if you came to Christ through this, um, through this podcast. And, you know, we have funny moments, uh, but God, I ask that you use this in this uh, serious moment, Lord, that lives would be changed and they would point to you as the author and the finisher of their faith. Thank you, Lord, for the, 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 everything that you did for us all the way leading up yes, to Lord. your death on the cross and your resurrection. We are so glad that you did and, and, and you finished it, Lord. Yes, the, Lord. The, 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 the sin was paid in full. Yes. Uh, what, what an incredible truth that is. And because of you, uh, we live. That's, that is such Bible truth. It's because of you that yes. we, uh, that we live Lord. Um, Thank you, Father, for what you did, um, and, and thank you, Jesus, for the enormous amount of uh, pain that you went through um, so that we could be set free. Love you, Lord. Thank you so much for, for, for this podcast and for what you're doing in our lives. In yeah. Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah. No, man. Thank you. Um, you know, and that's what we want to do here on the podcast um, yeah. as well. You know, we, we, we love to laugh. And as yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> some of you know, uh, Joel and I, we, you put us both together and we're going to make fun of something. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> you know, um, but there are moments like this. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about bringing Jesus to you um, in, in a very um, elementary level so yeah, that, yeah. It, it, you know, you know exactly um, how to go to, to how to meet uh, Jesus in your life personally. Yeah. And, you know, and we're going to talk about other things, but, you know, what a great day, man, to, to be here with you, Joel, and, you know, and, and, and share our life with these guys. Yeah. You are listening to the Shot Caller podcast with Casey Diaz and Joel Needler. You can find us online at uh, Casey Diaz author on Facebook uh, the Shot Caller book on Instagram and on Twitter at the Shot Caller BK. That's at the Shot Caller BK. You can also find us at KCDS.net and send an email to info at KCDS.net. That's info at KCDS.net.